it is the future. Mankind has conquered the stars. He moves out to the endless interstellar reaches of the universe. An advanced exploration corps, a new breed of pioneer must seek out unstable planets and destroy them. Drive sequence begun. Hit it, pin back. And you are on the mission of the 21st century planet smashers. Dark Star. 20 years in space. One million light years from Earth. Their job is to clear a path for the colonization of space. Back home, back home in Malibu. I used to surf a lot, Talby. I used to be a great surfer. Travel in an infinite universe with mind-melting excitement from beyond the stars. Computer to bomb number 20. Return to the bomb bay immediately. But I have received the operational signal. Hello, Bob? Are you with me? I wish I had more time. Why don't you have more time? Because I must detonate. Commander Powell, this is Doolittle. Can you hear me? Man, what happened, man? Hey, what? Confirm. Power drive sequence activated. Roger retracted. Lock all defensive systems. Dark star. They are not lost in space. They're loose. Hello and happy new fear. And welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that'll slice our dice and praise and hype a good movie. Each month there's a thing. Since it's January, I'm doing John Carpenter Classics 2. Just because. Uh, which is my look at Big Trouble Little China, Escape from New York, The Thing, and today's movie, 1974's Dark Star, John Carpenter's first movie. While still on film school, I believe, this movie is the ultimate acid trip, maybe after 2001, A Space Odyssey. I've always seen this thing once, and it was, what's what I'm looking for? Weird. Yes, it is. This thing is fucking weird. It's like an acid trip, Oh, you haven't took the bloody acid. So, let's just dive into this thing. What's it? 6,000? Oh, sorry, 6,000? 60,000, rather. Dollar budget this thing pulled in? Unknown. Starring Brian Narelle, Dan O'Bannon, Carl Kinholm, Connyholm, and Dre Parks, directed by John Carpenter. Any pronunciations were bloody terrible. The plot 20 years into a deep space mission, the crew of the scout ship Dark Star is finding life hard as the ship is malfunctioning due to unknown reasons. I mean, was it just badly built or was it. I don't know. 
Also on board is their pet alien that turns evil. Uh, things are just going to go a wrong and array until the inevitable thing happens. So let me put up on some very simple sound effects and titles. Then it flashes a message on the computer screen. Again, this is all very early 70s. Uh, it's from Watkins, played by Miles Watkins. He's back on Mission Control on Earth. It seems there's a 10-year delay on receiving and retrieving the video messages from the crew. And all the requests they've asked for were denied, such as radiation shielding. Uh, cue a close-up look at the ship itself, and my god, this thing looks cheap and tiny. You can tell this thing is only a few inches long, and it's made from sticky white plastic, hopes and dreams. This thing is cheap! The soundtrack here is also far too overpowering. It sounds like it's a bloody end-level boss or some 80s arcade game. Once the ship stops dead, rid of an unknown planet, uh, perfectly my ad, we meet the crew. Look out, Talby, played by Dre Palak. Palak? But obviously his fucking name. Who cares, he's a one-and-done actor. Whose accent was so thick, it had to be dubbed by John Cumpter himself. A bomber, Pinback, played by Dan O'Bannon, who went on to write Alien, Return of the Living Dead, and Total Recall. In fact, he would go on to steal ideas from this movie to be placed in Alien, such as the malfunctioning computer systems. Uh, the ship's <coughs> captain, Lieutenant Doolittle, played by Brian Narrell, and finally, ship's dog's body, Boiler, played by Carl Kernholm. I think that's pronounced his bloody name. These guys all look like stoner hipsters just waiting for the next bong hit. Uh, not astronauts, one auto iota. I mean, how the hell did these people become astronauts? Let alone be, be picked for this deep space mission in order to blow up planets to make Earth special? I mean, what the fuck is this plot of this movie all about? I mean, hmm. Anyway, they blow up their named planet with one of the many on board smart bombs and just continue wiping out life in the universe so Earth can be the one special little planet. I think this is the plot of this movie, is it? I mean, the, the dialogue is so mumbled in this and so low. I have no idea what the hell the, the plot of this movie is. Something about blowing up planets for reasons. And oh yeah, by the way, the hyperdrive, Doctor Who wants the effects back from the fucking 70s, that is. And I love the fact that computer buttons on the ship are upturned ice cube trays and dozens of flashing lights. Can we say cheap? Some infighting between the boys later, and I swear to God, it's like one of them ate the last bag of Cheetos and smoked the last good weed. They're acting like fucking spoiled brat children. The captain, quote, captain, all he wants to do is work, 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 not naming the new star they found, because apparently the other guy would have named it first. Uh, what's his name? Commander Powell, renamed the planet, just got on me and blew up the planet, da 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 da. Ah, uh, dear God. And up pops the titles and some really bad early 70s country and western music. And my God, does this song drag on and on and on. And finally, after five painful minutes of this shitty song, can the <coughs> plot kick in? As Doolittle does his <coughs> captain's log... It uh, seems this is number 1943, and he's still complaining about the fault that killed 
of the ship's original captain 18 years earlier. Well, fucking fix it then, you lazy bastard. Jesus Christ. 18 years and still want to fix the fucking... Uh, and why does this guy look like he would soon kill you? As gives you help or a cult leader? I mean, I think it's the Charlie Manson eyes and or beard. Mm. And you do have these weird fucking freaky dicky eyes and the big huge bushy beards. Like I says, hipster stoners. And by the way, the audio on this Blu-ray is fucking piss poor. Sure, they clean up the picture, but the audio is beyond fucking atrocious. If it's not mumbled, you can barely make out what the fuck anything is saying because the bleeping of the lights are so fucking loud. Anyway, back to this movie. With its mumbled dialogue, a barely awake stoner acting and boring everything else. Why in the hell is this a cult favourite bloody well movie? Doolittle tries to get loner Talby... Uh, to reconnect with the crew and then tells them he misses surfing as Talby spins some bullshit story about Phoenix Comets and this guy Talby has been up on the observation deck for 15 years apparently, or 18 years and he's been up there all alone yeah, he'd be fucking crawling the walls, bug nuts crazy oh my god as down in the bowels of the ship Boiler drags a metal door around to shoot with a gun as Pinback tries to stop him, but he doesn't listen to Pinback and just fires this gun, melting a hole in it. So we have an unstable gun nut on a deep space mission, a crazy loner, a fucking trigger happy captain, all wants to do is blow everything fucking up he sees on his little view scope, and a lazy twat. This is a great cute uh, crew, well done Earth. Oh by the way, this is supposed to be 2151 I believe. What in the fuck? What's with retro buttons and the cheap ass effects? I mean, for fuck's sake. The voice computer pipes up and it's voiced by Cookie Canap. And what a drag name that is right there. She tells Pinback he needs to feed the alien. And this thing is just a beach ball with plastic feet stuck to it. How very threatening. Where it came from? Who cares? Why they picked it up? Who knows? This thing is just a. Ugh, waste of time. This is a. Ridiculous as the thing attacks him because there's no good food left. Is this supposed to be funny? Because the two fight with a brush again. I don't get why this is so fucking funny. Maybe I'm not I'm not stoned enough for this movie, but I don't find a beach ball holding a small brush and hitting a guy over the head with it funny. I find that fucking pathetic. Pinback hunts down the killer beach ball as it has escaped, tracking it down a lift shaft, which he it tricks him into falling into. Wait, what? So you're trying to tell me like this uh, lieutenant guy gets tricked into falling down a lift shaft by a fucking beach ball? Uh, now trapped in the <clears throat> lift shaft, which in no way is a bloody hallway, with the lift coming, Pinback is fucked. As finally, after 20 minutes of dying off the bottom of this lift shaft, which is basically a fucking handheld forklift, does he get into the, quote, lift? As he escapes, he gets a gun and kills the alien ball by shooting at it with a dart as it explodes and farts all around the room, making a bone sound, because that's funny, right? The crew sit down to have liquid beef dinner, and should not be fucking freeze-dried. Talbert walks around the lower decks to the computer room, with Pinback boring the crew using the same story he's told over and over and over again. Tabby finds out the alien has done something to an airlock and has to go off and investigate. 
For later that day, Pinback uses an 8-track tape on a microfiche film to record his diary, and it turns out he's not an astronaut, an astronaut at all, but a janitor that found the real Pinback's uniform and stole it, boarding the ship. What the fuck? He's been on this thing for 20 years and I haven't realised this guy's not a real astronaut. Who the f- oh, fuck me sideways. This movie's fucking awful. Even later on that night, they find another planet to blow up, so try to do so, but the bomb doesn't want to let go, and doesn't want to die. What the fuck is this movie? As this is happening, however, Talby has put on his kiddie spacesuit, and I kid you not, these things are fucking kids, space helmets, toys from the early 70s for fuck's sake, and goes outside to fix the airlock. Okay, calm down, 2001. Note, this space suit has a muffin tray stuck on it, and it isn't even a space suit, it's just rows and rows and rows of silver duct tape and polystyrene, with fucking ice cube trays stuck to it. What in the actual fuck is this thing? <sighs> Talby is then stuck in a loiser room for some reason. As a smart bomb is primed, he then blinds himself and falls into the laser beams, and this fucks up the bomb. Also, he's dead. Because you cannot fall into laser beams and survive. I don't give a fuck what this movie does later. He dead. The bomb will not drop. Uh, so the crew start to panic and invite yet again. As the bomb won't listen to Lieutenant Doolittle. Uh, the computer, or mother as she's called, is severely damaged and is all but powerless. So Doolittle goes down to the freezer to talk to the real captain who died 18 years earlier to ask for help. And he is just less than useful. He's a talking ice cube somehow. And much like this script is completely babbling and fucking useless. He tells him to use phenomenally. What the hell? Phenomenally? Whatever the fuck that is. So out goes Doolittle in his <clears throat> spacesuit to talk to the bomb. Using stoner logic, he gets it to stand down. Uh, but back on board, Boiler wants to shoot the bomb, but Pinback and him fight over the gun because, I don't know, filler. Talby is still un alive somehow, even though he walked into their fucking lasers, he should be fucking dead. Uh, Doolittle wants back inside the ship, so Pinback opens up the airlock and blows out Talby, because that's funny. I mean, uh. Doolittle flies out after the spinning Talbert, as back on board the bomb argues with Pinback, and just blows the fuck up. Can this movie just end already? This fucker has just dragged on, and on, and on, and on, and makes no absolute bloody sense. As I says, the bomb blows up, Talbert, Talby rather, spins off into deep space, the real captain flies away as Doolittle surfs onto the planet, burning up as he does, as credits roll. So that was Darkstar, a total waste of an hour and 11 minutes. I guess you have to be stoned out of your fucking mind in order to appreciate this thing. The crew acts like little stoner children. The script is boring and unfucking sensical. The effects are cheap. And I want my hour back. This thing is getting a 0 out of 10. Because this is just a complete and utter shit fucking movie. And I thought 2001 A Space Odyssey was bad, but my god, this thing's even worse. Still, come back next week for a good movie with The Thing. Then, it's Escape from New York and Big Trouble in Little China. February is Love Sucks and Vampire Movies such as Fright Night and its remake and also Vamp. 
March is B-Movie, March Madness, including the stuff and Evil Dead 3. Uh, so, don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. And follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod or email me your suggestions to Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other horror podcasts of Hellraiser, House, Resident Evil and more. Also my solo podcast of The Fog, They Live, Dracula and many, many more. Uh, bye and remember, I watch these bad movies so you don't have to, thankfully. <laughs>